0: A152. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. Psalm 111. All right. So, bro, it was really good. I think just verse two stood out to me. Yeah. Right. So he says this. The Lord's works are great, studied by all who delight in them and man just the thing i was just struck by bro was just like one way but probably not the only way one way to truly know if you love and delight in god is -hmm. if you study the scriptures right yeah like intently pondering scripture running it through your mind yeah it it can be a way to show yeah like that you really delight in him and i think we live in an age of just biblical illiteracy right and we need to reclaim this, our definitions, bro. I yeah. mean, we were talking the other day. Our definitions all have to come from the text, right? Our imaginations, right, yeah. right? need to be soaked, and our convictions, like all these things, yeah, should flow from it. And we will delight in God more, right? If we would just, yeah. Spend more no, time. no, I
1: feel that, yeah. And uh, works, man. What I love about the rest of the psalm is you see how he delights in God because he's basically just saying. God keeps his promises right he yeah. He could say it in one verse, but he repeats the same thing a thousand different ways, and that's how you know that you really love somebody mm. if you say the same things about them a I, thousand I, ways like Chandra I you are that. Chandra, you beautiful girl, you stunning you fantastic <laughs> yeah. you are dazzling, you are blah, blah. Yeah. and what he does over and over and over is he is just.
0: Um, Recounting these same things uh, About God Mm -hmm. Yeah just talking about his great works And then Psalm 112 comes And I love Psalm 112 And it's like sometimes reading through the Psalms It's like have I ever read this before (laughs) It just seems it just pops maybe Because of life space or what have you It pops in a different way So he just talks about here just like practical Like the traits of the righteous You know he talks about this happiness and delight That comes from the Lord Similar to the previous one But he then says something interesting. He says, yo, wealth and riches are in his house. Yeah. And his righteousness endures forever. And he's just talking about the way like the righteous use the resources. yeah. Um, And then he'll say, you know, good will come to the one who lends generously and conducts his business fairly. And the one of the things I just thought about, man, like generosity and godliness Mm. are so close that it's often hard to tell the difference. Uh. Right, so he's just like, man, like this generosity just says so much about what we believe about God. Like, yeah, check your bank account, right, right, and you'll know what you're really hoping. In right, and no,
1: in. yo, yo, and I, I love that point just because, man, when it comes to generosity, like, um, the reason why the Bible says God loves a cheerful giver, yeah, is because generosity is not just about your actions; it's about Your attitude, right? Mm -hmm. A grouch that gives away a lot of money, nobody calls him generous. They'll talk about what he did. He's a grouch that gave (laughs) money, right? Generosity has as much to do with our attitude as it does with our actions, and that's why I love like verse nine. So towards the end of the psalm, uh, he's going to say he distributes freely to the poor, right? Mm. And 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 so it kind of shows that. This aspect of like um, giving it—it's not this like obligation, right? He's not uh, grumbling, right? God is not, uh, uh, God doesn't begrudgingly give his gifts. Mm -hmm. Like he gives it generously. It's not some obligation that God has to us or to the poor. It is an outcome, an overflow of the goodness of who god is yeah
0: so even yeah no that's so good bro because it's like once again he's like man if you just conduct your business ethically right like right. just these sorts of things show that like man you know god is uh the center of your life the hope of your life and we see the same fate like psalm 111 talked about god's righteousness enduring right. forever and this psalm comes and piggybacks off of that one and says yo your righteousness will endure forever right, as right. well when you imitate God. So showing that, yeah, we will have the same fate as the Lord, right? We will be with him and reign with him forever. Amen. And one way we can know that is if we're generous. Right. <laughs> right? Ah, that's dope. Yeah. Psalm 113, hallelujah, give praise, servants of the Lord, praise the name of the Lord. Um. Yeah, that root praise is just over and over yeah. throughout uh, this Psalm. He gives the childless woman a household, making her... The joyful mother of children, hallelujah. And it's just like, man, God, yeah, deserves to be praised. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. simple, but yeah. so true. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um,
1: and the way that it starts off, right? Praise him both now yeah, and right, right. forever, from the rising of the sun to the setting, right? Not um at sunup and at sun sundown, yeah. but from yeah, sunup yeah, yeah. to sundown. And so yeah, the the praise of our hearts, right? Praise should be like the pulse of our hearts, constant, steady, continuous, because God's generosity, right? God's ongoing, continued generosity is the reason for our, our ongoing existence. Yeah. And then as he looks and how, yeah, the mercy that God has and how he cares for the Exploited, I think, man. One thing that we're reminded of is you become what you worship, right? You emulate what you exalt, and that's, that's what he does here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. Uh, 14, 114, last one. Um, you know, this song comes about and he roots it in the Exodus. So he'll right. say, When Israel came out of Egypt, the house of Jacob, from a people who spoke a foreign language, Judah became his sanctuary, Israel. His dominion. All right. So in the book of Exodus, yeah, you have a mini Bible, right? Right. So in other words, like at the very beginning, if you remember Exodus one, you have you know the people who are in the land and they're fruitful and multiplying. That's what the Bible will say. Echoes back to Genesis when God told Adam to be fruitful and multiply. Um, You know, the nation grows. They come under oppression. God raises up a savior, right? Moses. Yeah. He saves them. Then they worship. Right, and then they're in the wilderness. Right, and then after that, you have the people dwelling with God in the tabernacle, and that's like right. the, that's the structure of the Bible, right? right. Yeah. we get saved. Yeah. we in the wilderness now, living this rough life. Yeah, at the end of the day, God's gonna come back. He's gonna make his home with us. Right, and so you literally have the whole biblical narrative there. Now, according to Jewish tradition, this song, Psalm 113 and 14, yeah. were actually sung at Passover, right. right? So these things were recounted over and over, year after year. Yep. They rehearsed God's story, right. right? And one of the things they they realized was that God didn't just, yeah, save them, and it didn't have spiritual significance. It had physical, right? So he'll say, the sea looked and fled, right? right. The Jordan turned back, right? And just the way they capture what God um, did was just miraculous, man. And you think about Jesus who talks about faith being able to move mountains right? in the metaphorical and the literal. Like, yo, God is that powerful. Right. Right? He's not saying your faith is what does it, but it's God who does it. Yeah. And God can shift the tectonic plates under the yeah. earth and move the world. Like there's no limit to his might. And that is a comforting scriptural truth, bro, that reminds us. Reminds us of his, you know, power right. and might to save.
1: No, no, look at what he does at the end, right? He, he changes from just this reflection on what God has done in the past, right? Praise is not just this um, yeah. ethereal something that we do on Sunday to make us feel good. But in recounting the goodness of God in the past, it reinforces his confidence mm-hmm. to speak boldly to the earth, right? An yeah. immovable object. He's like, yo, earth Tremble. It's kind of like being bullied by somebody and you know that you can't beat them, but you remember <laughs> you got a brother and then you got that brother. And now you stand up, not because you're strong, but you stand up because it's no, yeah. listen, I remember who's on my side. So yeah. now I can talk to, yeah, a foe that has seemed to bully me for my entire existence. Yeah, And in praise, man, we do more than just recount the past right we are reminded that we can count on god in the present Present, yeah. yeah now let's pray father um i pray that you would help us to count on you in the present today it's in jesus name we pray